الحمد لله وكفى السلام على عباده الذين بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلاما على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم in the early period of Allah and for probably 1000 years from the time of Tabai Tabin onward there was a great love for the Oliya Allah and in fact it became all of the Tabin they loved Oliya the Oliya in other words were called Sahaba so the greatest just like Sayyidina Rasulullah is the greatest Nabi from all of the Anbiya just like that the Sahaba were the greatest Oliya so right from the time of Tabi'in actually there was a great love for Oliya Allah Tabi'in had love for Sahaba and then Tabai Tabi'in had a love for the Oliya of the Tabi'in and then the next generation had a love for the Oliya of the Tabai Tabi'in and every single generation right from the time of the Tabi'in up till you can say for another 1,000 or even maybe 1,200 years every generation of believers had the highest love and highest regard for the awliyaullah and unfortunately when colonialism took place and then all types of modernist reformist Muslim movements arose in the ummah and most importantly love for the dunya became so much in the ummah and love for the nafs and the pleasures of the nafs and all types of fitness of the akal became so widespread the people stopped loving the awliya Allah and then we have been living now for maybe one or two hundred years in which generation after generation gets worse and worse it gets even more and more distant from the awliya Allah even they won't associate with them even they won't like to meet them even they're unaware about them whereas an earlier period of the Ummah vast majority of the history of the Ummah it was average the average ordinary believer used to know and love the Awliya Allah so whenever we travel with our Shaykh to a new place we're always amazed and the way Allah Ta'ala has accepted our shaykh to do the work of Tajadid and revive the work of Awliya Allah in this age where people have become distant not because of Bidat or not because of anything else but primarily because of their own nafs and their own akal and the extent of dunya that they've surrounded them in now one pro- another problem we have in some parts of the Muslim world and in fact I've observed this in South Africa when I used to come there in 2001, 2, 3, and 4 was that if a lot of Mashaikh visit a particular area then the people there, they become not everyone, but a lot of people become desensitized to the Mashaikh they start taking them for granted and I remember when we went visited many Mashaikh in South Africa it was nothing exceptional for them to have a beyond or to have a talk 
and there were many Mashaif who, mashallah, historically had visited South Africa, our own Sheikh, Hazrat Yimachdur, Rahmatullah, Sheikh Aziz, Hazrat Muhammad, Rahmatullah, etc. And there are also many Khulafa of the great Mashaif who are living and teaching in South Africa. But Australia was a unique place in the sense that very few Akabir of our ulama, Dirbal, or Oliya Hind have visited Australia. In fact, without knowing the entire history of the place, but it's possible, possible that our own Sheikh might be the only Akabir from the Oliya who has visited that country. And because of that, the people did not take it for granted. And because of their own sincerity and their own thirst for Tafkiyah and Deen, Alhamdulillah, they were able to benefit a lot more than, for example, people in the UK also take the Mashaikh and Ulama for granted because there's so many different Mashaikh who have visited there. Again, many Khulafa, different Mashaikh live or visit there. Many Ulama and their students live or visit there. So the average community member there, of course there are important exceptions, but the average community member there also has taken Tazkiyah, Tasawwuf, Oliyam, Masai for granted. But Alhamdulillah, in Australia, we saw perhaps the greatest talab we have seen in any westernized country that we have visited. And the people there were very open and loving irrespective of whether they were Pakistani or Gujarati or Bangladeshi or Arab or Malaysian or white. It was a very diverse community, but they all seemed to have an equal interest in and passion for their own Tazkiyah and a love for Allah, which was all the more surprising because, as I said, the vast majority of them probably have never in their entire life ever met a wali of Allah Ta'ala until they met our Shaykh. And many of them may not even have fully understood the concept of Allah until they met our Shaykh. But they had a lot of love, a lot of qadr, a lot of ikhlas. Alhamdulillah, may Allah Ta'ala reward them for that and may Allah Ta'ala increase them in it. And may Allah Ta'ala enable them to benefit from it in their future generations until Yom Indeed. Now Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Ya ayyuhalladina amanattakullaha wa kudu ma and all you have iman, you must fear Allah Ta'ala. Know Allah Sallallahu Ta'ala. Be aware of Allah Sallallahu Ta'ala. Enjoy your very being with the true ones. And it's always interesting that when we see people journeying themselves anew, enjoying themselves from scratch with our Shaykh, we get to see live again something we've seen for many years, but still every time we see it again, the way they change, even during the Sahbah, even within minutes of the Sahbah, even within days of the Sahbah, the changes that come about in their temperament, the changes they themselves share with us, that this has happened to me the past three days, have changed my life, these five days have changed my life, this one talk has changed my life, alhamdulillah. And it makes a person realize when we see how deeply people are able to change and what deep and sincere intentions they're able to make after even just one sitting, one gathering, or one meeting, then it makes us understand really this power of kunuma sadiqin, 
that if one down or one or two days or three or four days with one of the waleeds from the awliyaullah has such a transformative effect on our heart. And imagine those people who truly do amal on kuluma sadiqeen who have joined their very heart, being, and soul to the hearts and beings of the awliyaullah of the sadiqeen. So there's a very tremendous power in this association, in this company, in this companionship. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us kuluma sadiqeen after he gave us the command of Ittaqullah because taqwa is the master sifa, the master attribute, the most powerful feeling that a believer can have. And that is then acquired through the most powerful method. The most powerful method indeed is Kuluma of Sadiqin. It's the most powerful method of person to person hidayah, most powerful method of person to person nasiha. And Sayyidina Rasulullah said, Adin al Nasiha, that Adin our entire deen consists entirely of the entire of Nasiha. And those of us who, and this is something because Alhamdulillah there were a few of us, two or three of us who were traveling with our Sheikh, and those of us who were traveling with him had been with him for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and those who were new, but they were all new, or at best some of them may have been listening to the Sheikh's pounds online. Now, when these two groups of people got together, those who have been students for a long time and those who have just recently been students, it was another amazing thing that uh, literally instant, instantaneous love that came between the hearts. And this showed one and made me appreciate the true unity and feeling indeed lies when we become seekers of the path, seekers of the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, Travelers on Salat al-Mustaqeen, it's only when a person has that irada and that love and that exalat and heart that then they're able to bond with another person who has the same irada, ikhlas, and talab in their heart, irrespective of the two of their nationalities or personalities or languages or habits. Because the greater emotion is this quest for Allah subhanahu And therefore, the newly minted seekers and those who were old timers, they very quickly developed this bond between each other. This compatibility and affinity with other human beings who are also trying to seek the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu One of our beloved students they sent us and reminded us, you could say, of a hadith of Nabi Akrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it would say no Sallallahu mentioned that the people who are close together in Alamit Arwah and Alast, the rules of the humans which were close together on that day, they will be those people will be close to each other in this world. And if the rules were not close together on that day, then they will meet each meet each other in this world. They will by and large for the most part separate away because they won't be able to interact with that person because they don't have that level of closeness to them. And this hadith is in the Sahih Bukhari. And so this Sahih hadith establishes this notion of spiritual affinity, this notion of bunasma. It's quite possible that all of the Mashaikh of today, when their rule was in Allah al-Arwah and Yubi al that 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gathered around them certain rules from humanity who are then later destined to become their students in this world and inshallah, inshallah their companions in the akhirah. So that's why when an old timer student meets a first time student, they have very quick and instant munasaba and compatibility and affinity and love for one another because it may be the first time they're meeting in this world, in this lifetime, on this planet, but indeed their two rules have associated with one another for Allah Ta'ala knows how long from the moment when Allah Ta'ala created Alam Arwa until Allah Ta'ala sent those rules into this world. Alhamdulillah, when we do Amal on this verse of Quran, Kuduma As-Sadiqeen, a person gets a chance to learn and reflect upon many, many things indeed, not just the benefits of zikr or the reality of taqwa or the benefits of suhbah, but it's as if different aspects of deen, different perspectives of deen are highlighted so that the nurturer can nourish the hearts as they need. Then, when a person misses the company of the sheikh, or rather, let's say, parts from the company of the sheikh, it is very important that they should preserve the blessings that were acquired due to the company so of the sheikh. And the way to preserve it is to try to make sure that a person is regular in zitra. That way, also, the next time they go for a meeting or have the chance to meet the sheikh, if they have been working hard on their zikr, then they will find that every second and third and fourth, every successive future meeting will always have the same powerful transformative effect as the first meeting did. But if a person doesn't do amal on the afkar that on the side prescribe, and they don't work hard in the method or tariqah that their sheikh outlines for them, Instead, they just make an expression of love every time they see the sheikh or the next time they see the sheikh. Then they're not going to really be benefiting from what Allah SWT mentioned in the Quran. So it's an openness, an intention, a sincerity that a person has to bring to this spiritual relationship or bond between mentor and teacher and student. Then, alhamdulillah, we heard different stories on this trip as well about different seekers on the path and lovers of Allah and how disinterested in the world they would become as their heart got more and more attached to Allah Most famously, all of us know the story of Sayyidina Umar but in the time of there was at that an earlier time there's another story that there was a person who had Tawfiq to go to Makabukara and perform a Hajj and then they returned to their homeland. And when they returned to their homeland they were missing how to manage so much that they made a niyyah in their heart that they would become a muhajir, they would migrate and make hijrah to Manimunara Makabukarama. On the way, the person, the husband, he fell ill, and therefore the family had to pause 
and stop the journey. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I think uh, it was a misunderstanding we got instructed. So we were talking about Kunuma uh, Sadikin and some of our Messiahs, and that we had mentioned when the old people in our trip in Australia, those of us who had a chance to be with our Sheikh for a longer period of time, and we met those who were meeting the Sheikh for the first time, how Allah Sponsor created this instant in early love between us, and one reason perhaps was that indeed these arwah of all of uh, had met before, and it's possible, according to Hadith and Sahih Bukhari, that there is some ruse which were together on Yom Alast, and when they meet each other in this world, they will get along very well. And sometimes, if there was a rule that one had not met earlier in Yom Alast and Allah Allah, then when they meet in this world, they will not be able to get along well, and they will part ways. So it's quite possible that Allah Taala had gathered the arwah of all of the ummah who was going to benefit from a particular wali and had them be together or stand together, interact in the alama and hence when they meet in this world then they feel like they've known one another and they feel compatible with one another and they feel happy with one another. But our real hope is that whatever happened in the past it is our future that we are most concerned about and we wish and hope and pray to make du'a that in the future, in Akhirah, that each and every one of us should also be joined with our Mashaf. Then when a person comes back from the company of the Shaykh, they need to preserve that, to preserve the Asr or Tafir or effect so Nur and Warat of that company. And that is by becoming regular in Zikr, by maintaining Rabita, and by reading or listening to the works and beyond the Vermashayah that keeps us in daily, in a sense, in a heartfelt daily relationship that our hearts won't forget. And every effort will be made by Shaitan to try to make us forget, to try to make us lose all the blessings and gains that we acquired when in the company of the Aliyah Allah. So it's very important, it's not necessary for a person to be in the company of a wali all year long. But it's important that when we get to spend some time with the only Allah, we should not hesitate and second guess. And this is also a trick shaitan uses, and it makes a person think, oh, should I go, should I not go? Do I have time, will I not have time? Am I too busy? It is normally, normally this is the trick of shaitan, and that means a person should try their best to go anyway. And if they have an opportunity and they're available to spend time in the sub of the then they should definitely try to do so. But no person can be like that with their Mashaik 24 hours a day. So it's important that when we're not with them and we part ways with them, then we have to be firm and established on their teachings and especially firm and established on their teachings of Vicar and the Vicar of God that they have taught us. So if a person lives their life, then alternately between periods of intense soba and then periods of intense zikr and then again soba and then again zikr, then inshallah they will be able to succeed on this path of saluk, on this path of disawaf. And on this trip in Australia, there were also some ulama 
would have given Me'ah to our Sheikh and had recently newly joined the Tariqa and we observed this in them also that Alhamdulillah they had a lot of Qadr and value with the Sobah from the Shaykh and those pious ulama with Taqi ulama they can find it very relatively easy to traverse far on the path of the Sobah because a lot of the basic elements are things that they already acquired due to their years of teaching and their seniority in this regard. But it was heartwarming to see that notwithstanding their level of ilm, they still felt a desire and a thirst for the nur of Tazkiyah, the nur of Tariqah, the nur of Sikr in their heart and in their life. This other valuing these opportunities a person may have more or less an opportunity depending on their circumstance that won't affect a person's saluk or their traveling on the path to seek the pleasure of Allah so what will not affect them is their ability of time what would affect them is their level of commitment level of quality level of sincerity and these are things that a lot of us will bury in the tradition of this and need to work on to work on our commitment and our loyalty and our sincerity and our regularity because until a person has these attributes in them both when it comes to the zikr and then when it comes to rabbit and something to share they will not be able to benefit further along in this path of suluk Alhamdulillah we make dua for all of the listeners and ourselves and all of our friends and colleagues and family and affiliates in Deen and the Allah Ta'ala bless each and every one of us to always have opportunity for the Soma and to benefit from the Soma in exchange our Shaykh has been to many times and he mentioned again on this trip and has a Khaja Al-Hasan Khalqarina that I wrote in one of his works or said that if either that he would have so much care for all the people who received the teaching that this was listed from him whether they received it intently or whether they were mere listeners or whether a fly simply flew from his clothing to the clothing of another person or from the clothing of any of his khulafat to another person then he felt it was incumbent upon him to do that to value that as it deserved to be valued and to be appreciative and aware of that as it fit the case. So that level of other in the sohba is critical to our success in benefiting from that sohba. We make the one that Allah subhanahu accept all of us to be amongst the muttaqeen and zakirin and that he join our hearts always and forever with the light that guided truth, sindikeen and sadikeen. Wa